Now let's begin today's message. So for the past several months, we have been looking in the book of Deuteronomy. And today we're going to be talking about the last blessing of Moses. And uh, the text for today is very suitable to our current situation as well. And we're going to conclude uh, Deuteronomy with chapter 33, so it's the last uh, exposition of of Deuteronomy. And we have seen uh, the Lord working through this book throughout all this this season. And as you know, many events and, and things happened while we were listening to this book. And through the book of Deuteronomy, you must continue to uh, have this, all these misconceptions and deception that is uh, within you have a surface through the text and resolve it before the Lord. And it's such a, a joyous occasion today. Is anybody willing to come and dance for us to celebrate? Is anybody willing to dance? Usually in the days of celebration, uh, people would be willing and uh, they, they would come and volunteer to, to express themselves. Maybe we can have Pastor Cho come up. Amen. Amen. In a day like today, uh, the sermon has to be short. So hopefully that's the case. We bought a new uh, podium. Most importantly, uh, one of the young adults uh, bought the cross for us. His name is Wonjun. Anyways, I'm very thankful for all this. And my room was, was also decorated very nicely. A lot of people came and served and, and uh, helped, helped out with this constru- uh, the construction of this church and my room and all the offices. And so I'm very grateful for them. But since it's all newly built, uh, uh, a lot of the smell of, of the construction is still, still remaining within the rooms. So uh, we need to ventilate it well. And hopefully we can just preach uh, the, the message today very shortly and compactly. So let's look at the text of today. And the title of today's message comes from verse 29, which is, Happy are you, O Israel. All the churches of the Lord should should experience this joy of God and be able to rejoice with the Lord. But... And we are also very, uh, we experience a lot of joy within this church as well. 
And the reason why we can be happy, the reason why we can have joy is not because of our surroundings, surroundings and situation, but because God is always with us and our joy comes from heaven. So now speaking, <clears throat> so even though uh, this whole temple was built very nicely, there are still some things that um, I'm not really happy with. For example, all the pipes and the vent for the ventilation and, and for uh, the emergency water system is very exposed. So, uh, even though we're very thankful for this temple, we need to pray that God blesses, blesses us with the, 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 our, our new building that we're going to construct from the ground up. Yeah, I'm not trying to talk about money, but in the end, it is about money. And uh, the whole world is going to come together in the, in this, in the conference of October. And we have invited a lot of a lot of people from overseas to come. I think starting from next week, we're gonna have foreigners coming in. I think uh, I think starting next Wednesday. So please uh, receive them with welcoming. And Deaconess Park has volunteered to become uh, the head chef for our church, even though she is not young anymore. So please pray for her and pray for her hands, and she will be she will need to cook for a lot of people. And as you know, starting tomorrow, all the pastors and the ministers of our church will be praying uh, ten hours each day in this temple, so that. Uh, so that they can stay alert and that the church can, church can stay alert and also so that uh, this new anointing will be poured upon this uh, new location as well. And because this is our first worship service and uh, uh, the anointing is not fully opened up here yet, uh, I'm sure you guys are experiencing some difficulty compared to our old temple. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Hmm? 
스토리카에서 인기장을 끝나면 자 그럼 보자 이제 그자 어, 시작합시다 Let's begin 준비됐습니까? Are you guys ready? 얼마나 힘든지 몰라. 왜냐면 공부 like I said, like I say e It's very difficult to prepare for a message when, when people are coming in your room constantly and coming to ask you about the construction and all that. So it was really difficult for me to stay focused in the message. And for the past two weeks, uh, my wife was not next to me because she was holding a conference halfway across the world. And so I had to take care of the kids, I had to go to intercession, there were so many things that I had to put my mind on. So I was sweating all week. It's, the, it's through the grace of God that I have not collapsed yet. And thankfully I had a lot of people around me who, who were able to help me. And even though I'm not a, I'm not a person that can, that can do a lot of things at once, uh, because of the people around me I was able to get all, the things that I, uh, all, all these things done in time. So I'm very thankful for the, for, for the people around me. So let's finally start. Today is the last session of Deuteronomy. Did you guys receive a, receive a lot of grace? So we have begun this book from, from ever since uh, Thanksgiving. And we have not... We have been listening to the book of Deuteronomy every week ever since then. And let's applaud the Lord for all the grace that He has given to us through this book. And don't clap if you have not received this grace. And, uh, I received a lot of grace while listening to uh, Elder Lee leading the main prayer for today because he used all the vocabulary and all the, the words that I use. And so I was very thankful and uh, received a lot of grace through his prayer. But let's begin. Now, this is a message of Moses blessing the 12 tribes of Israel. And even though these are blessings through each, to each tribe, some of the information may come as a surprise to you guys. Because rather than blessing these 12 tribes individually, uh, Moses, or God, um, it has just divided the blessings that he's given to Israel as a whole to these 12, to, to these tri 12 tribes. And so it may not feel unique uh, you need to these individual tribes, but the Israel is receiving them as a whole. And likewise, God is going to pour these blessings upon this church, our church. And the reason why He's giving us these blessings is because He loves us. And He's reminding us, He's reminding us that we are ones who are happy. We can be, we can be uh, jubilant because of God. And there are many important aspects to our, our spirituality, our Christianity. But the most important aspect is that you need to have, have joy and happiness within your faith life. 
If, if you're not happy because of whatever reason, then that, 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 then that means you're not living with God anymore. If money becomes an issue and brings, uh, bring, bring, takes away your happiness, then that means money has become your God rather than God. So if you're unhappy, then, then uh, that means that the fault either lies with God or, or lies with you. But since it doesn't lie with God, it means that the problem, is, problem isn't in you. And just like 2 Corinthians 13.5, you need to realize that you should, you should live a happy life with the Lord and happy life while you live in the church. Because God says you should always have the joy of heaven and not, not feel this despair. It is a very important aspect of our spirituality. And it is also a standard that God has given to us. And this is a common denominator amongst all those who live, with, uh, with, live within the kingdom of God. And so as you live on this earth, there's nothing in this earth that can take away the joy that God has given to you. No matter what situation or, or, or surroundings or, or surrounding uh, situations are coming to you, it doesn't matter because it cannot take away the joy of heaven. If, even though you know that you should be happy, even though you know that you should have this joy within you, if you're unable to feel that, uh, that, that emotion, then that means there's something that you need to repent on and, and return back to the Lord. And Glory Church has sent these uh, plants to celebrate our, 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 uh, our new um, sanctuary. So it's thankful. We are very thankful to have these people around us who are willing to come and celebrate uh, this occasion with us. Who sent this? Deacon Huang uh, sent this plant. I don't know what plant that is, but it's a plant. In Ephesians, starting from chapter 1 to 13, it talks about the various blessings of the church. And the church cannot help but receive these blessings from God because Jesus himself purchased the church through his blood. Why is this tiny little church able to uphold so many ministries all over the world? And we have spent thousands and thousands of dollars uh, in our overseas ministries. How is that possible? It's because we believe in who He is. And we know that this ministry pleases Him. And that's why we're able to, to maintain this ministry. And that's why God has continued to bless our church. And He is still continuing to bless our church. 
And it's very natural for us to be able to maintain this ministry because of this relationship that we we have with God. And now the world is going to fall more and more into into uh, poverty and 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 a difficult t- uh, period of time for for people to live. But we know that uh, that does not become a problem for us because God is our. Our, our supplier and he's going to be the one that, that continues to bless us even in this time of darkness and that's why as Christians we can, can, we, can, we can maintain this happiness even when we face our death because in all situations we have the faith that God has has already given us this ultimate victory And for the past 20-something years, God has uh, shown us a lot of things and, and allowed, a lot of, allowed, allowed a lot of miraculous things to happen within this church. But more things are going to happen to us in the future, in the near future. When I look to my left, all the all the people of the choir are wearing white, and so it looks like a meeting of um, the Jehovah's Witnesses or the Mormons. How about we set a dress code for every week? For example, the first week everybody wears white, second week blue, third week yellow. But anyways, let's try to focus. The reason why I'm going around uh, so much is because I'm unable to focus yet. I'm waiting for the gospel to start to turn within me. So, this blessing is given to Israel as a whole, and also it is given to uh, the church in the New Testament. So let's look look at these blessings. Verse 1 through 5 is the introduction to this message. This is the blessing that Moses, the man of God, pronounced on the Israelites before his death. So it was his eulogy before his death. And of course, uh, every word of spoken by Jesus is important. But uh, we, uh, we can, uh, if we were to pick the most important message, it, it is his last prayer uh, he gave. He gave up before he was uh, lifted back to heaven. Next week we're gonna have the Thanksgiving worship for the Costa Rica conference. So please uh, anticipate for the, the testimonies that will be given next week. But the book of John is important because it, it contains the last words of Jesus. And the most important uh, task of the church is to be unified with Jesus. Because Jesus is the head of the church and we are his body. That's why the head and the body needs to be connected. And everything that we can do as Christians should be done through the church. Even building this sanctuary, building this temple is not done by individuals, but done as a church together. Uh, 
and even the money that you that you guys offered uh, to the church is all given to the church as a whole, and we are giving, we we are serving the church together as a whole, not as individuals. So it doesn't matter who gave how much and who gave uh, who gave little. And uh, we are going to be spending a lot more money in the future because of these conferences. And even purchasing the plane tickets for these over, overseas ministers is going to take up a lot of money. Even if we are to buy the cheapest plane tickets, it's going to sum up to a lot of money. And even the remnant training team, our, our, our youth that is in Europe, we, the church did not give them a lot of money, so I was worried that they would be starving uh, while being in Europe, but I heard that they're eating well. So I'm very thankful that God has blessed them this way. So let's continue the eulogy of Moses. Verse 2. He said, The Lord came from Sinai and dawned over them from Seir. He shone forth from Mount Paran. He came with. So, so why did the Lord come from the Lord uh, from Mount Sinai? Is it is to to complete the covenant that He has given to Israel? And uh, Mount Sinai is in the northwest of of Jerusalem, and Mount Paran is on the northeastern side of Jerusalem. So even though God has the Lord is coming upon Mount Sinai, He's He's coming upon the whole world. So He's not simply coming upon a single mountain, but His presence covers over the whole world. So he came with myriads of holy ones. So this this myriad can talk, maybe talking about the angels that he has brought. And in Exodus, it talks about the seventy elders, and they just come out of nowhere in Exodus. Chapter seventy-three. And later on, when I when I organize Revela- uh, the book of Revelations, we're going to be talking about this again. But we know we know that uh, the Lord is going to send out His twelve disciples, and not only them, but He's going to send out the seventy elders as well. So anyway, so when it says he came with the mirrors of the holy ones, it means that the whole world is going to come together to see the, the coming of Jesus. 
everybody's going to see his coming. And also the Holy Spirit is going to come with them in the form of fire. And we, can, we have already seen this during the Pentecost. When the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples, they, He came in, in with the, 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 the form of a fire upon the heads of all the disciples. And in the end times, we'll be able to, we will be able to physically see this, uh, the, the, the form of the Holy Spirit in, in the form of fire. And this fire is going to come to us as righteousness, but it's, it, simultaneously to the enemies, it will, it will come as a, a form of, of, of judgment. So this is the image of Jesus' second coming on earth. So when the Lord comes upon Mount Sinai, there's a proclamation of the, the kingdom of God coming upon this earth. And the myriads who, who will come uh, to, to watch the second coming, will be, uh, they will be uh, sort of the representatives of the people of earth. And they're going to gather to welcome the kingdom of God coming upon this earth. And uh, as soon as that happens, the, the whole world is going to crumble down and everything's going to be destroyed but the kingdom of God. So even though we're walking on this earth, even though we're physically living on this world, we living in this world, we need to live by the kingdom of God rather than living by the system of this world. If there's a conflict between the kingdom of God and the government of Korea, then we need to choose the kingdom of God over uh, our nationality because the church is the kingdom of God and the church the meaning of the church itself means the kingdom of God so even though uh, the word ecclesia is, is just uh, means assembly uh, and it is given to the Gentile churches the, the root meaning is the same as sanctuary so it means it, is, uh, it holds the same meaning as a sanctuary which basically means the kingdom of God and which means that we're under the dominion under the sovereignty of the Lord And the reason why the contemporary pastors or the pastors in the past have failed their churches is because they have tried to take responsibility over of their own ministries, thinking that they can control it, thinking that they have to rule over their churches. And our pastoral ministry is only a very a small aspect of the church. So, the, the bigger scale of the church holds the meaning of being the kingdom of God. So you need to allow the Lord to come and rule over the church itself. So even our church should not be under the control of me as the head pastor. 
You need to be under the rule of God and not under my rule. And God has a lot of titles that He holds, but the biggest title that He holds is He's King. It's His title as King. And we are called to be His、uh, to be His people in His kingdom. And that's and since he is our king, we are under his rule. And if you understand who God is and your relation and your relationship with Him, then everything is everything is finished. So let's bless one another, saying we are the Lord's people. And because of that,、uh, we are under His sovereignty. <clears throat> Verse three. Surely it is you who love the people. So the reason this love that God has for us also comes to us in the form of His 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 dominion and being under His His rule is the most one of the most important aspects of our faith life. And his sovereignty lasts forever, and and his rule、uh, spans across the whole universe because it is his creation. His his sovereignty is not just grand, but it's 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 in a different dimension that transcends our dimension. So it's impossible for us to comprehend. So when we're under his rule, nothing becomes a problem in our world. Can money become a problem to God? Can the world, can the system of the world, become a problem for us? If you're under His rule, He allows you to understand because He allows, He pours His understanding wisdom upon us. And so we don't have to be under the rule of the world. We don't need to follow the directions of the world. And our church has never followed the trend of the world as well. When everybody is trying to stay indoors and stay contained, we we send our youth halfway across the world to Europe to to to、uh, visit other countries. And even though we don't have money, we keep continuing to hold these ministries because we don't follow、uh, the system of the world. We follow the system of God. If you believe in the Lord's sovereignty, then、uh, you 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 do not live with concerns anymore. You have no worries. Because you live by your own thoughts, because you're unwilling to fall under his rule, that's why your life is become so complicated. So、uh, God loves his people, and all the holy ones are in your hand, and that's why we can be happy, and that's why the people of God can be happy. You are happy because you married your 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 wives, right? And you, you're still happy because you live with them, right? The reason why you're happy is because you love you love your partner, and that love continues to grow as you live with them. Yeah. <laughs> 
And recently, because after the absence of my wife for two weeks, I realized how much I love, I have been loving her. And because we live in the grace of God, our love does not fade for one another, but it continues to grow and mature. For two weeks, I've been uh, attending ministry, I've been taking care of the children. I've been, I've been praying and I realized how much my, my wife has been doing, uh, uh, doing thing, the things around me in order for me to, to be the head pastor of this church. So I was very thankful for her presence. So why are we happy? Even, even the love of, of, uh, of, few, uh, of the people around us can make us happy. But this verse says that the, the king of kings is the one who is loving us. And that love is coming from a person that can, com- that can take uh, every, uh, that, that, that is com- has complete responsibility over us. So even though we love one another as humans, there are things that we cannot do for one another. We cannot take full responsibility for each other. But this is a different case when it comes to the love of God. When I, when I proposed to my wife, uh, I told her that I will not wet her hands in, 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 uh, in the time that we, are, we stay married. But even that, that promise was broken because you know, she has to wash the dishes and take care of the children. So it, can, it cannot be helped. But that, it is a different case with the promises that is given to us by the King of Kings. He, because he is a perfect being, he takes complete responsibility in all the promises that he has given to us. And so we cannot help but be happy. We should experience happiness in our, in our walk with God, but I think some of us are still unable to realize this happiness. If you can believe in this, then uh, you need to first be able to believe in this in order for you to receive the message of today. For those who do not have faith about this, when you say you are you are blessed, you should be happy. They, and especially people who live in Babylon, cannot cannot understand this concept because it, 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 they have to calculate everything through with uh, uh, they have to calculate everything before re- accepting it, and so their minds become very complicated, and they're unable to fully understand what it means to be happy while living with with the Lord. But you need to listen, you need to be able to believe in that and have faith in this, in this principle before we move on to the next part of this message. And this blessing that God has given to Israel is not given to them because they can do something uh, by themselves. It's not because they are worthy of this blessing. It's not because they have become the right bull, the right, right vessel for God to work through. But it is given to them because 
of, of, of their existence because they were chosen by God. But as we live in this world, we, uh, we, we, we receive a lot of scars and our minds become very complicated because we live through reason and rationality. When God says, I'm going to bless you, we don't, we're unable to fully believe in that. And it is because we have been living by our own strength. And so if you're able to let go of your own strength, then it becomes very natural for you to receive these things from God because the message of God comes to you, comes to you in the form of Brahma. But because you have this love for yourself, you think, uh, and uh, because you have this love for yourself, you have been living by your own strength for too long, it is very difficult for you to understand this concept. <laughs> but uh, later on, we're going to look in the book of, in the book of Luke, but uh, it, the, the amount that we have to love God is, is so much... Is, is, is a lot more than uh, what we understand. And it goes as far as being able to hate ourselves because we love the Lord so much. And we should be able to give that love to God because He Himself has given up everything in order to come and love us. He has given up His title as God and He has come down to this earth in the form of human, of a, of a man. And he has shed his blood to, to pay the price for our sins because he loves us so much. And the biggest curse uh, that, that we can have is to not be able to accept the love that God has done, that, that, that He has given to us. Even though He has done all these things for us to come and, and, and for, for us to, to be able to maintain this kind of right relationship with Him, if we're unable to believe in that, that, in what He has done for us, then that is the biggest curse that we can pour upon ourselves. If the church is unable to receive that love, then it is no different from all the other heretics uh, that is present around us. The characteristic of a heretic is that they do not realize that they are in the wrong. They do not realize that they're, they're spreading heresy. Let's move on. Uh, all the holy ones are in your hand. So it means that all the holy ones are within the power of God. And it means God is ruling over us with His power. So what's the problem then? The problem comes when you, you try to escape the power of God, when you ex try to escape the hand of God and try to take things within, uh, try to resolve things within uh, your own, with your own possibilities. So a lot of people have left our church. And so we have, we have only around 400 people 
400 plus people in, in, this, in this church currently. So even though we, are, we currently still have a lot of people in this church, um, the, the, the power of the church is not dependent on the people, among the, the amount of people that is present in the church, but rather how much they're willing to allow, the, allow God to work through that church. Because we were able to hold these conferences even when there, was, there were only seven people in this church. How is that possible? It's because the Almighty God is ruling over us. And so there's no problem. There should be no issues that separate us from His love. Should we have everybody be wearing white every worship? Because it looks nice. So let's, let's accelerate a little bit more. You can tell by my sermon right now that I had a difficult week, right? But to be exact, uh, the past three weeks were not have not been easy, easy on me. So we are within the, 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 the sovereignty of God. At your feet, they all bow down, and from you, you receive instruction. So, this means that God has gathered, gathered the Israelites and receive instruction means that they are they are, they are uh, listening to the guidance of God. In Exodus chapter four, uh, it shows the image of the, the Israelites re- uh, celebrating before the Lord. And it also uh, reminds us of the, the, the feeding of the 5,000 where the people gather together to listen to the, to the sermon of God, the, the word of God, and they're able to celebrate with one another while breaking bread. So Israel was living a simple life because God took responsibility for them. Even while living in the wilderness, they were able to survive all those years because of, of, of the grace of God. And they were, not, they, were able, they were not afraid because God was protecting over them. And likewise, our life in this church, our life in this world should not be filled with concerns and worries for what's to come or for what's around us, but rather we should stay happy and stay jubilant because we're under the protection of God, because we're under His rule. And God has already been. And God has had already been uh, uh, preparing us for this day and age through the prophecies of all the all the past prophets and through uh, church ministers like like myself. 
He has already given us His promises and uh, given us His revelations to show us what is to come. And now we're in that age. Now. We have entered into that age where we're really living uh, in, in the time of revelations. So even though the world, uh, even though the world is trying to control us, telling us to wear masks, to 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 uh, to do social distancing and all of that, we did, we completely ignored them and gathered and came in worship. Because we do not follow the, the system of the world, but we're willing to receive the instructions that come from God. When I look at the pictures that uh, the RT team has sent to us, um, they have, the, some pictures have contained people who are who are addicted to drugs and and these um, and the, the dark side of the current society. But even though the world is plummeting into darkness, we are able to stay upright because we live within the, with the Lord. And all these blessings, even though it says it's, it's given to these individual tribes of Israel, it is given to all those who are living under the, the sovereignty of God. Let's move on. Verse 4. The law that Moses gave us, the possession of the assembly of Jacob. So when we look at the, the, the text in Hebrew, it says that the law does not is not the, the law written here is not talking about the law as a whole but one specific law and it is given to the, the assembly of Jacob and the assembly of Jacob is talking about the land of Canaan the promised land So the core message of, of, of uh, the, the blessing of Israel right now that, that Moses is saying, that is giving to the Israelites is basically saying, um, Israel, you have to live within the sovereignty of God. And when you do that, God is going to bless you with the land of Canaan, the promised land. And likewise, the reason why God calls us is because He wants us to enter into the land of, of the promised land and enter into sa- the Sabbath. What did I say that the, the whole Bible talks about? The whole Bible talks about the, uh, it's basically an, an invitation for, the, for, for us to enter into the glory of God. And when we enter into this glory, when we enter the promised land, we receive Sabbath, the Sabbath, the, the Sabbath rest. And the reason why the Israelites were, were wandering around the desert is because they had a destination that they had to end, that they, that that day had to reach, which is the promised land of Canaan. Let's move on to verse 5. He was king over Jeshurun, 
I'm talking about uh, we're going to look at the Hebrew original text a lot uh, today and it's because uh, the Korean Bible is um, translated a little differently than what the original text means and the reason why we have to look at the original text is because verse 5 for example it says he was king over Jerusalem but um, it's written in the uh, in the perfect sense but the original meaning the original verse says he is king over Jerusalem so he is still king over the whole world So who is the king that is mentioned in this verse? There is a participle before the word king. So it is not talking about just any king, but the one king that, that is able to rule over the whole world and rule over all of history. And faith is given to us when we have a sincere relationship with the Lord. But what we're going to be talking about that later. He was king over Jerusalem when the leaders of the people assembled along the tribes of Israel. So, this is talking about the coming of the Messiah. So, God was king over Israel. And it, it, it does not mean that God is, 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 is going to stop his reign over Israel. But he's sending the Messiah, he's sending Jesus to come to be the king of Israel. And he sent Jesus because Jesus needs to come in order to fulfill the, all the promises that were given to us by Jehovah or Yahweh. And that's why we have to give our life for Jesus, to, to follow him, to serve him. So the king mentioned here is talking about Jesus, the Messiah. When the leaders of the people assembled along with the tribes of Israel, so the leaders of the people are assembled to, to see the coming of Jesus. And they're there to listen to the instructions that God is going to give to us. So this is talking about the coming of Jesus once again. So even though it says that uh, God's kingdom was given to Israel when he was leading Israel out of, out of Egypt, they, they were not, they're not in the state where they're able to 
fully receive the kingdom of God because Jesus has not, had not come yet. And that's why Moses was not the one who proclaimed repent for the kingdom of God is near. That, that, that message is given to us only when Jesus has come upon this earth. And that was, that's why it was preached by John the Baptist. And so when in, people who live in the New Testament, pe- people like us, when we have received Jesus within us, we need to be able to live in the kingdom of God. If you're unable to do so, then that means you have not received Jesus. Jesus is within you, then how come it is that how come you're unable to live uh, by his kingdom? It makes no sense. As soon as he, you have received him as your savior, the kingdom of God is given to you. You have to believe in every blessing that God has given to you to, to this church today. So in order to bless all the tribes of Israel, and even though Moses is the one that is preaching to the Israelites, you have to realize that God is the God is giving him uh, God is God is the one who is pouring this blessing upon all the tribes. And like I said before, all the tribes uh, did not really have the right to receive these blessings, but it was just given to them because uh, of the love of God. So let's move on to verse 6. Let Reuben live and not die. This statement. So why did they have to say, let Reuben live and not die? God used this wording in order to emphasize that nobody can come and, and, and uh, bring death upon them. And when Jesus came upon this earth to die for us, he, it, it was not written that he was killed by, by the Jews, but it says he gave up himself for us. And so nobody can bring death upon them. Those who have received the Lord's righteousness, they cannot be killed by uh, these external forces because we have been delivered from the power of death. 
because we have been given this eternal life, nobody can come and, and take this away from us. And the life that comes from resurrection, It's such a great, it's such a great life force that nothing, nothing else in the universe can come and take, take it away from those who have received it. Can money kill you? If you are being controlled by money, then that means this, the, the life, the life of resurrection is not working upon you. And so, if you have this life that comes from resurrection, then. Uh, your attitude should be summed up in one word, and that is confident. You should have the confidence that comes from comes comes from living with this with this uh, righteousness. So even if you face failures, it doesn't matter because you know you know that God takes responsibility for your actions. So if you're if you're in charge of a business then it doesn't matter if you earn money or lose money. As long as you do it for the kingdom of God, He's going to take all the responsibility off your hands. He's watching over you, protecting you. Protecting you. And when we're under His protection, we should have this confidence within us. So no matter what comes towards us, what situation, what conditions come to us, Nothing can come, nothing, nothing can take us away from the Lord's sovereignty. Are you able to believe in this? Elder Chu, if you, if you have faith, then God, you can stand up today and start to walk once again. I have already proclaimed that all his, all of his uh, uh, joints and tendons uh, be, be, be restored already. So it is up to him whether or not he believes in that. So watch him carefully. If he starts to walk, then we're going to applaud. applaud him. Uh, let Reuben live and not die, nor his people be few. So that means uh, uh, they will multiply. So this is the appearance of those who, who live with the Lord. They have they're confident because nothing can come and take away take them away from the love of God. And so they are always confident. They're always bold. And they're they're always they were they are always able to to walk forward. We are like planes. Planes do not have a function where they can reverse in the sky. They, they can only fly forward. Do you guys do you guys not understand aerodynamics? There's no reverse here in planes where when they're flying in the sky. Likewise, we who live in faith have we only excel forward and never uh, go backwards. That is the core of the Lord's blessing. To receive the Lord's blessings, to multiply and to rule over the earth. And 
And that's why even if, if money or, or possessions are taken away from us, we can just say, take it away because God is going to bless me uh, in multifold because of my obedience. <clears throat> and even building this sanctuary took a lot of money. And I'm a little bit worried about the mon- amount of money that Pastor Lee has spent uh, building this sanctuary. But I'm very thankful that he took in, uh, charge of the whole process. And all I, all I, all I need to do was uh, just, just look at him doing all the work. So we're finished with Reuben, the first tribe. Let's move on to Judah. Verse 7. And this he said about Judah. Hear, Lord, the cry of Judah. So the tribe of Judah is important for them to listen to the, to the voice of God. And also to cry out before the Lord. So, so it's very foolish of, you, of, of, of us to not pray before the Lord. Because through prayer, we are able to receive these blessings. We're able to receive things from God. And that's why it doesn't matter if things are taken away from us. Because uh, this channel is always open to the Lord. He's always able to bless us. Uh, so, I've been living with the Lord for 33 years. And I've already received a lot of things from God. But in this season, specifically, God has been blessed, giving me a lot, a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of more things compared to before. So that's why I say it is foolish for us to not pray to God in this season. You must ask so that you may receive. If you're If your faith life is facing the right direction, then that means the amount of energy you, you, uh, that, you, that, that you use with your body should become less and less because you start to re- ask more things from God and more things are given to you rather than you trying to, to obtain them, those things by yourselves. So the more you live with God, the more it's going to cleanse you of, of the wrong characteristics that were, that were built upon you as you were growing up in the world. So you stop to, to be affected by rage. You stop, uh, you stop falling to despair. Uh, you stop obsessing over things. And as you unravel your relationship with the Lord, it, it, it becomes uh, impossible for you to fall under, fall to despair or be addicted to games. We are not meant to live that life. That is what you do. Uh, that, that, that was our image, uh, our, our appearance 20 years ago. Let's move on. Hear the Lord, the cry of Judah, bring him to his people. Mm-hmm. 
So now uh, uh, the, the tribe of Judah is being used as a metaphor for Jesus. So God is going to bring Jesus to, to the people of earth. So this is a prophecy that talks about the Messiah rather than uh, rather than rather than uh, depicting Judah being the leader of, of these tribes. And because Jesus is within us, he's always listening to our prayers. And he himself has come upon this earth beca- to become the true leader uh, of, of all the tribes. And through him, we're able to receive the power of prayer, the, the anointing of leadership. And it says, with his own hands, he defends his cause. So, does this. Is this talking about how Jew is able to defend himself with his own hands? No, it means, it, right, it, this verse is also talking about Jesus. Jesus is going to give us strength uh, to, to defend ourselves. And it, this is ultimately talking about the authority that is given to us through Jesus. So that we can uh, we can we can defend our cause and and go again and fight against the enemies that are coming to us. So what is the blessing of Judah? The power of prayer, the ability to open the doors of heaven. The power of prayer, so you have to receive it today. This is also a, 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 a prophecy written in the book of James. And this church is famous for crying out before the Lord, and we're going to continue to cry out to the Lord until the end of time. So that's how important prayer is. And, uh, So you need to receive all the blessings recorded here through faith to go forward and have confidence and to cry out to God to receive the power of prayer. And what's next? The authority that, God, that, that comes from the Lord's dominion. God has recorded all these blessings in order to bless us. So next, let's move on to uh, the tribe of Levi. The Levites can be can be uh, they're the tribe of priests, and so this blessing can be given to the ministers of this world, uh, 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 of the church, but also it can be given to all the church members as well. So if you're willing to receive, then you may receive. First of all, verse eight: Your Thumin and Urim belong to your faithful servant. Thumin means perfection and Urim is, ta- is a curse. 
저 보석 있죠, 그죠? 근데 거기 주머니가 있을 때 주머니에다가 넣는 두 두리에요, 그죠? 그래서 그거 하나의 뜻을 묻는 거예요. So these two rocks are within the pockets of of the high priest. So when when they are waiting for the Lord's uh, directions, they would ask the Lord and then uh, uh, pick pick a rock from within the pockets to see the Lord's response. And if it's a thumin, then that means God uh, allows them to do something. And if it's room, then uh, it means God is, is is not pleased with that decision. And uh, when it talks about the faithful servants, it is talking uh, talking about the high priest. And, say, and the reason why it says it, uh, your faithful servant is because it is talking about our high priest, which is the Messiah. And the high priest. Uh, the high priest can only live when, when he is following the order of God. The orders of God. And how many times do, does the high priest go into the Holy of Holies during the year? When is he allowed in the presence of God? The high priest is only allowed in the Holy of Holies once a year, but us who live with, who have become the, uh, the, the body of Christ, we're able to enter into the Holy of Holies whenever we want. There's no limitation to the amount of, amount of, uh, amount of times we have access to the Holy of Holies. The only condition is that we have to uh, be we, we have to have the right relationship with God. Because if not, if you're polluted, then uh, then then entering to the Holy of Holies, entering to the Lord's presence is a death sentence. So if you're polluted, if you're contaminated. If you're corrupt, then you cannot maintain the title of the high priest. So it is very important for us to understand the will of God, to face the right, the same direction as the Lord is facing. Some people say it is difficult to understand the will of God, but that means it doesn't mean that they do not know what, what the will of God is. Rather, it means uh, that they are not willing to follow the, the, the will of God. And I can, I can boldly say that when I pray to the Lord and ask Him something, He responds to me 99% of the time. And when I ask His will, uh, especially, the Lord immediately tells me what His will is. Because I have been living with this kind of... Uh, I've been living under Him and training with Him. So, in order for us to become... Uh, with wisdom, we need to continue to ask His will and follow follow His instructions. 
So let's move on. You tested him at Massa. And you contended with him at the waters of Meribah. So this uh, being tested at Massa is, is, is depicting the... the the, the, the things written in Exodus 17. And Moses was able to pass the test of Massa, but he was not able to pass the test of Meribah when he struck the stone uh, with his staff. So why is the Lord testing his leaders? Why is he testing Moses and the Levites? If you knew the answer to this question, then you would not be sitting there uh, preaching in this place. In, in Deuteronomy 31, it talks about the reason for the death of Moses. And it's because he was unable to maintain the holiness of, of God. The attitude that the, the, the people of Israel had while in the wilderness was they were always complaining about something that, that, that uh, was not given to them, complaining about food, water, uh, shelter, everything. But pastors listen carefully. But Moses was different because he was the leader of this people. And so he couldn't complain to God. And the leader, rather than listening to the complaint of the people, he needs to open up his ears to God, to listen to his holy decree. So Moses was able to pass the test in Massa, but he wasn't able to do that in Meribah because he was unable to reveal the Lord's holiness uh, 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 because he couldn't contain his, 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 his own emotions. So why is, is the Lord's servants? Why are his leaders always in a constant battle and, and with the Lord and also also being uh, also always being uh, tested by him in this way? It's because as leaders they need to completely nullify the power of the old self within within them to become true leaders. And so uh, Compared to the, the lay church members, the, the pastors and the ministers need to, need to strive towards becoming more holy and becoming a clear and perfect vessel for the Lord to work through. And that's why the Lord always tests His servants, His leaders. And if, if they fail that test, they, they will no longer be put in, the, in a position where they can lead. 
And so the old self is a being that is constantly under the test of the Lord. And so if you choose to live by the old self, then you're gonna always stumble when it comes when, when when it comes to the, when it comes time for you to be tested by the Lord. And so Moses, as the leader of Israel, needed to be, be, be a vessel for the Lord to reveal His holiness and His glory to the Israelites. And even though the Israelites were, were corrupt and wicked before the Lord, God did not destroy them, rather because He, he believed in His servant Moses. But when Moses stumbles, then, and then that becomes a, uh, the reason why the whole that, that generation of the Israelites were unable to uh, enter into the kingdom, uh, the land, the promised land. And so, if your flesh is alive, then you will continue to stumble over this law. And and that's why I continue to say that you have to surrender yourself completely uh, before the Lord, which is something that I have emphasized over and over again for the, for the, throughout this, the whole history of this church. And for us, we live in the New Testament because Jesus has died for us and, and the Holy Spirit is within us. We can choose to live by the new self and that's why we don't have to be tested like this anymore. And the reason why your life is so difficult and filled with hardships is because you've allowed the old self to continue to, to, to survive within you. If you choose to live by the new self and nullify the power of the old self, then nothing becomes an issue and a problem over, over you. So you need to completely nullify the power of the old self. Because the more uh, the old self is able to uh, uh, stay alive, the more you will be tested. The more these, these sufferings will come your way. And verse 9 says, he, he said of his father and mother, I have no regard for them. He did not recognize his brothers or acknowledge his own children, but he watched over your word and guarded your covenant. He teaches your precepts to Jacob and your law to Israel. He offers incense before you, the whole burnt offerings to your, on your altar. So, what is this thing? Where is the 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 golden ox recorded? Uh, Exodus twenty-three. So after that event, uh, Moses, God commanded the people, the Israelites, to either stand on the side of Moses or stand on the opposite side of him. And those who stood on the opposite side were completely destroyed. And 
And that was possible because Israel was under under covenant with the Lord. So think about it. How is it possible for these Israelites to strike down their own brothers and sisters, their mothers and fathers? Just because they were able to choose to live by God uh, rather than siding with their family members. And many of us are, uh, cannot understand this because we still hold our family members, we still hold the people around us more precious than the relationship we have with God. In Luke 14, Jesus says that you cannot become my disciple unless you're, you're able to love those who, your family members and those who are around you more than yourself. And that means that uh, in order to have the right relationship with the people around you, especially with the family members, is for you to have the right have a right relationship with God. Because our relationship with God is a uh, is an eternal relationship. From that relationship, we have we can receive uh, uh, love and care for for the people around us. And even the love that we have for ourselves should come from God ultimately. And the reason why many people uh, have a difficult time within this church is because they still hold on to humanism, thinking that they that that that, that they cannot fulfill the will of God because of the love that they have for others, even though it comes from humanism, and even though ultimately it's a love for themselves rather than the love that they have for others. So through the relationship that we have with God, we need to receive life force, we need to receive glory and anointing. And with the, with the things that we receive, especially with the love that we receive, we're, we're able to maintain a correct relationship with the people around us. And so first of all, the, the most important relationship that we should have is the relationship with God. But if that's not the case, then all the relationship that we have with others that you have put before God is made upon humanism. And those who live uh, with with these humanistic relationships, uh, ultimately, their their relationships will become very cold because they do not understand what true love is. And I'm sure most of us have experienced experienced before uh, this before when they first came to this church. They think this church is very cold and, and unloving because they don't understand what true love is that comes from God. And I would admit that um, I do not, I do not uh, reveal the Lord's love within this church for a long time. But I can... Uh, safe uh, for sure that I did not 
I did not lead, I did not lead this church with humanism as well. So listen carefully. All of us who are called to be the Lord's servants, as as Levites, as as priests, we need to all be able to transcend this issue and have the right relationship with God and with the people around us. If the if the people of the world uh, call that a cold relationship, then let it be so. Because we know that that is the right relationship that we we, we must have. And this is possible once you have seen the glory of God. And, and, and I'm a witness to that because I was able to have these relationships as soon as I, I saw the glory of God 33 years ago. 31 years ago? If you're unable to transcend uh, this issue, resolve this issue, then everything else is going to collapse because you don't have the right foundation. I have six children, and even though I try to be ni- nice to them, to be honest, uh, while they were little, I, uh, I neglected them a lot because I was busy trying to meet the Lord, going to prayer mountains, fasting, spending a lot of time individually with God, and so I had no time to take care of my children and spend quality time with them. And I was able to do that because I truly believe that God is going to raise them and bless them because of my obedience before Him. But if I, I did not have that kind of faith, do you think it was possible f- possible for me to, to care for this church and also care for my children as well? Verse 10. Uh, he teaches your, your precepts to Jacob and your law to Israel. He offers incense before you and whole burnt offerings on your altar. This is the, the, the job of the Levites. They must pray. They must uh, uh, lift up worship to the Lord. That is the basics of, of the tasks of the Levites. And as you listen to this message, you will receive the same blessings that were given to the Levites. And because the Levites are doing the work of God, because they are in charge of the Lord's worship, God gives blesses them with power and authority. And so it's very important for them to do, for them to do their tasks correctly. 
And it goes on to say, Bless all his skills, Lord, and be pleased with the work of his hands. Strike down those who rise against him, his foes, till they rise no more. It means because they're doing the work of God, God protects them, and he, and he himself will strike down those who uh, rise against them. So this is the blessing of the Levites. Let's move on to uh, Benjamin, verse 12. Are you guys receiving these blessings? These are the blessings given to our community. And it's time for us to uh, confirm of the uh, blessings that God has given to us. Verse 12 about Benjamin, he said, let, let the beloved of the Lord rest secure in him, for, shields, for he shields him all day long. So Benjamin is the youngest tribe of, of Israel. And because he's the youngest, uh, uh, the father usually cares and protects over the youngest the most. And that's why he says, and for one, the Lord loves rests between his shoulders. So this is just uh, the same as, as, as a shepherd caring for his young little uh, lamb. He would carry this lamb on his shoulders and care for them until he's big enough to protect uh, to, 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 to uh, uh, protect over himself so just receive this blessing even if you don't understand exactly what it means and it should be very natural for you to, to feel closer to God as you, as you progress in your faith life and your prayer, in your time of prayer, you need to feel that God is closer to you than before. Sense Him. Sense His presence. Right now, there's a, there's a, there's a gap between uh, Deacon Park and Deacon and his wife. But there should, no be, there should be no gap between you and God and between your partner as well. Let's move on. Uh, 13 about Joseph. Especially in this time of darkness, we, uh, the Lord's protection is so much more important uh, for us. Right now, Europe is, 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 is very chaotic right now. So, well, why did we send our kids over there? It's because we have faith that God is going to protect them. Why do, why do we send our ladies to, to uh, Central America or Latin America? That, the, those countries are so dangerous that people are not allowed out. People do not go out after 9 p.m. But whenever we visit, visited these countries to hold conferences, there was, there was never a huge accident that happened or, 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 or a bad event that happened. It's because the Lord's protection is over us. Nobody came, nobody got hurt a lot, or there were no huge car accidents that happened. And uh, never did a plane crash while holding our church members, even though uh, there, we have experienced a tremendous amount of turbulence before. It's because we're under His protection. And I believe I'm standing here safe because of the Lord's protection. Let's 
Joseph. May the Lord bless this land uh, with the precious dew from heaven above and with the deep waters that lie below. All these blessings are given to this church right now. And I did not purposely plan for, for this message to be proclaimed uh, in the first uh, worship of, in this new sanctuary, but that this is all done according to the will of God. So uh, God is promising to give the tribe of Joseph, give Joseph the best things from heaven. So precious do, how precious can water be? But water is the greatest blessing that, it, that has been given to uh, the Israelites. And what does water represent? In the Bible, it, re- it represents the Word of God. So that's why this is the greatest blessing that, that is given to us from heaven, the Word of, the word of God Himself. So even though uh, Judah, Judah is, is the firstborn of, of Israel, um, Joseph is the tribe. Joseph is the one that has that, that received the blessing first. And so when it comes to the, uh, the hierarchy of blessing, Joseph is, is above all else. So right now, close your eyes and ask and pray to the Lord. Pray to the Lord and, and ask what is most needed within this church right now. And what we need right now is, the, is, is, is money to construct our new sanctuary. Verse 14, with the best the sun brings forth, and what is the best that can be given from the sun, can be received from the sun? So, uh, this, this is talking about the sun being in the right place at the right time. If the sun is a little bit closer to the earth, then everything is going to be, everything is going to burn up. And if it's a little bit farther, then everything is going to freeze. But this, this blessing is that the sun is in the right place. And thus, we are able to bear fruit. And next it says, the finest the moon can yield. So because the sun and moon ha- are, are in the correct places, we can bear fruit and have the right uh, harvest cycles. And also, as, uh, as the sun and moon come up every 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 uh, day and night, the blessing that God, is, God has given to us flows continuously. Continually. It does not stop uh, in a single occasion, but is given to us continually. And for those who do not live with the Lord, then even if they have possessions, it becomes a problem. And, and when, it, when they don't have possessions, it becomes a bigger problem for them. For those who live with the Lord, even if they don't have something, it does not become a problem because they live within the abundance of God. So whether they have or not does not become a huge issue for them in the end. 
because God continues to give us His abundance. And in the case of our church, we have spent more money for others than we have spent on ourselves because we believe in the abundance of God. And with the blessings that He has given to us, we bless others. And right now, Haiti, Haiti uh, is in such dire situations because the whole country is basically run, is being controlled by, uh, by, by the, the local gang. Uh, it is so dangerous that the government has requested the armies of other nations to come and aid them. Anyways, let's move on. With the choices gifts of the ancient mountains and with the fruitfulness of the everlasting hills, with the best gifts of the earth and its, and its fullness and the favor of him who dwelt in the burning bush. So all this abundance is given to them by the favor of him who dwelt in the burning bush. So it is by the grace of God who dwelt in the burning bush that this, these blessings have been given to Joseph. Let all these rest on the head of Joseph. So on the head of Joseph means that it is given to his whole character. And also means that it is given to him as a crown. So Joseph being crowned signifies him being raised above his brothers. And the verse goes on to say, on the brow of the on the brow of the prince among his brothers. So Joseph was lifted up, uh, lifted up over his brothers. In our church, we have been given the calling to become the the the, the older brother of the other churches of of the other churches of this generation. And that's why the God is using us to train other churches to 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 uh, and that's why He has made our church excellent. It's not because we have obtained more knowledge. It's because God has separated us. He has chosen us to be a different being uh, to others. The reason why you're unable to, to reveal the excellence that God has given to you is because you have been living in the world too much. And that's why we have to separate ourselves from the world so that we can start to utilize the excellent talents and gifts that God has given to us. And uh, the only way for us to survive in the time of persecutions is for us to use these talents. God blesses his children with these talents and excellence. That comes that 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 power and authority comes from the uh, the, the, the power he God used to create the world. And that means that we will not be acknowledged as being being very skillful by the world. But uh, we will be seen as uh, excellent in the eyes of God. 
And when you're able to use these talents, uh, you'll be able to transcend the current dimension and see these things from a different perspective. Look at me, do you think I'm excellent? Let's move on. What's next? Excellent. Verse is like the first, uh, firstborn bull. His horns are on the horns, are the horns of a wild ox. So, as the firstborn, need to reveal the Lord's majesty through us. The children of God need to be different from the, the people of the world. We need to we need to have a different aura aura or, or fragrance of uh, compared to the people compared to the children of the world. And the people of the world cannot help but respect us because of this uh, of our of this dignity and or majesty that that, that uh, uh, resounds from us. There was once a case where I went to the sauna and I received um, that, that the service where the people exfoliate. Uh, do the scrubbing of the skin, they, they, they massage me and stuff like that. And even though I did not tell them what I did for a job, later I realized that uh, the, the, the employee over there asked Pastor Lee whether, uh, if I was a pastor because, it, because he sensed something within me. And, and apparently I gave up the vibe uh, of, of being, being a pastor. But maybe, I don't know if it's because of that, but uh, he put in a lot of effort in, in that service. And so he almost scrubbed off my, my skin. So, so his horns are the horns of a wild ox. The horns mentioned here is talking about this, this majesty or dignity. So this, 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 this power, authority, majesty is going to be given to us. And it will, these horns will grow from you as soon as you realize who you are. Let's move on. 
Bowed Zebulun. He said, Rejoice, Zebulun, in your going out and you, Issachar, in your tents. So, where is he going out? Is he going to be wandering around? So uh, it means that their influence is going to spread out. And it says to Issachar, and you Issachar in your tents. And uh, in the case of Issachar, it is talking about uh, the stability that they have with it. So Zebulun and Issachar come from, from uh, Leah. And these two people are, are unified. So what is this saying? It's saying that Israel, Israel will be influential to their surroundings, but also they're going to experience stability within because they're with God. So it is, it is the same with the church as well. Paul, Paul said to the early churches that your influence will spread across the world. But internally, because they're under the, 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 the rule and the guidance of the Holy Spirit, they will have security and comfort and stability. And so in verse 19, they will summon peoples to the mountain. So the people's written here is not just talking about the tribes of Israel, but it is, it is talking about the people of the world. Is, is my interpretation correct? I think even the Korean Bible, the, the, the older translation, have it correctly. They will summon people to the mountain and there offer the sacrifices of the righteous. So, Zebulun and Issachar, uh, it, when they talk about Zebulun and Issachar, they talk about the region of Galilee. It is the northernmost part of Israel. And this region is the first region to be attacked by the foreign forces. So it's a, it's a territory where it, in, under constant uh, terror. And, but this verse is saying that they're able to lift up offerings and sacrifices in that region where it, where it is always terrorized by the foreign forces. They're constantly under the attack of Babylon uh, by Syria. And it is, un, it is uh, 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 always broken and, and incomplete. But God is saying that He's going to bring restore that region. In Matthew 14, Jesus also talks about this prophecy of this region being, being reformed and restored. So even in the time of Jesus, that prophecy was, was, was proclaimed. So, 
And when that region is restored, they will be able to uh, uh, harvest riches from, from, that, from that territory. So what is this prophecy ultimately saying? It means that in the time of the most hopelessness and the most despair that you have felt, those portions, those parts of you will be reformed and restored completely. And ultimately, this is the promise that God has given to us to make us holy and blameless. So all the sacrifices that you have made, all the holes that are present within you, uh, it, can, it could be anything. It could be your, your spiritual gifts. Uh, it can be a part of your, your faith. All these holes will be mended and be restored. And rather than, than being uh, uh, rather than being a hole, it's going to bring you abundance. It says in the rest of the verse, they will feast on the abundance of the seas and on the, on the treasures hidden in the sand. So when, when you're unable to be healed of something, Many people think when you are when you restore something, it's just simply mending the places that that had a hole in it. For example, if, if hundred bucks were taken away from you, then you receiving hundred bucks is the end of that 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 problem. But no, in the in the uh, in the system of the Lord, when these holes are mended, that's the, from those places God can bring you even more abundance. And so the blessings or the things that you receive from that restoration is going to be. Uh, 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 in the multifold compared to what you had before. So that's why it is so important for us to not neglect uh, these, uh, to, to not neglect these, these um, holes and, and lackings. And even though God wants to show you His abundance, God wants to pour His blessings upon you. If you if you have these holes within you, then you're unable to receive in whole what He has prepared for you. Those who are those who are affected by the spiritual spirit of immorality cannot cannot have authority over people, over relationships, because God cannot give them the right people to to lead because they're not ready to to. To, to maintain a good relationship with them because of this immoral spirit. And so that's why you have to fix these problems and, and ask God to uh, resolve all, the, all these issues so that He may come and, and show His abundance to you. And uh, in, order, in order for your life to become easier and simpler, you need to receive the wisdom of God. In my case, I, I was not academically very uh, talented. And so I, Usually in uh, in school, I would spend day and night studying in order to to have 
to receive a moderate score on a test. But as soon as I was met with the Lord, as soon as I, I have seen His glory and He has given me His wisdom, uh, I didn't need to study much uh, during my time in, in college while I was uh, learning theology. Because I was able to study exactly what, it, what would come out on the test. God, uh, God blesses us so that His children can, can live a, a relatively peaceful and quiet life in Babylon. And it's because we are our, um, His kings, and that's why we should not be living like, like servants and, and slaves upon, uh, to, to Babylon. Because we are his kings. And this is a very important issue, uh, very important blessing that we have received. So you need, you need to receive this, wis- uh, this wisdom and understanding from God, and you need to be freed of all the problems that you have with other spirits. It meant this whole so that you can receive uh, the, God, the blessings that God has prepared for you in whole. Let's look at God. About God, He said, Blessed is He who enlarges God's domain. And God lives like there, like lion, tearing at arm or head. So God represents the the, uh, the, uh, the the army of Israel. We are through this blessing. We can all become spiritual warriors. Realize that if you do not take, it will be taken from you. And even though the Lord's authority and power is, is already within us, the enemy does not acknowledge that. And so we have to show them that we have this power and authority. And so we need to be on the attack side of this, of this warfare. In this season especially, we're going we're gonna, uh, 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 to take possession. In verse 21, he says he chose the best land for himself. He chose the best land for himself means that he, he saw what was best, what was best, and he chose to take it. God was a, a general. Or, oh no, he, he was the captain. He's the one leading the, the army. And as the commander, the commander needs to look 
at the, the terrain to see where is the best possession to to uh, to uh, to lead his 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 troops. So it's a matter of direction. He needs to have the right perspective to see which land is best to take. So, as the commander, he needs to go beforehand to scout out the land, and he needs to have the correct eyes to see which is the best place to take possession. And then he takes his followers. And then it says, when the heads of the people are assembled, he carried out the Lord's righteous will and his judgment concerning Israel. So he's leading. This commander knows where, is, where, where to go, and so he's able to lead the, 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 the Israelites in the right direction. He knows where, is where the land is, is nutritious and abundant. So it is very important for have to, to have your spiritual eyes opened so that you can face the right direction at all times. This blessing will be given to us. Now Dan, Dan is a lion's cup springing out of fashion. And because this lion's cub is in, is in uh, uh, the land of abundance, he can hunt all he wants. Once. And now Naphtali. So Naphtali is, is abounding with the favor of the Lord and is full of his blessing. He will inherit southward to the lake. So just receive this blessing as it is. And about Asher, he said, Most blessed of the sons sons is Asher, let him be favored by his brothers and let him bathe in his feet and bathe his feet in oil. So the people of God are always constantly under the abundance of God. Everything is filled to the full. And so after you have come into this church, you need to the, the word abundance needs to be pers uh, personified within your within your lives. Everything that you touch should become abundant. And uh, physically, a lot of people gain weight after coming to this church because you're fed so well. And of course, some people fast, but uh, uh, except for those people, everybody gains weight after coming into this church in the beginning because we're living a life of, of, of abundance. And that is not because of the power of the of the leaders of this church. It's because that's just, just the order of the Lord's kingdom. Verse 21. 24. So Asher, Asher, most blessed of the sons, is Asher. So Asher receives... So to Naphtali and to Asher, God is showing his 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 uh, his intentions for Israel. And Asher is not just blessed by God, but he's also favored by his brothers. So 
So this means that when we have the right relationship with the Lord, we're not hyper-focused on our own problems, on our own issues. But rather, we're able to uh, receive these blessings from God and also be favored, be, be liked, be loved by our, the people around us. And through this, this, this loving relationship with others, you're able to activate the spiritual gifts uh, given to you. To serve others and to serve yourself. And let him bathe his feet in oil. So, since you serve others, uh, you will be served like. served uh, back as well. So the more you give, the more you serve others, the more it's going to come back to you. The bolts of your gates will be iron and bronze, and your strength will equal your days. So Asher is also located in the northern part of Israel. And so... The bolts of your gates will be iron and bronze means that it will be secure, that they will be under the protection of God. So likewise, we need to, clo- we need to close these gates against the enemy. You need to have the strength to turn the key to lock these gates so that no enemy can, uh, can come into your territory. God has been activating these blessings upon this church for the, 20, for the past 24 years. But now, we, now it is time for us to uh, actually see these promises be fulfilled. And your strength will equal your days. So since you have the strength to, to lock these gates, uh, it will be secure and you will you also have power to defend yourself against the enemy. So now close up all the, the, the doors that you have opened to the enemy, to, to despair, to, to depression, to unbelief. And especially uh, close your doors to your own thoughts, to reason and rationality. Do not neglect these these the, the, the do not neglect these doors that you have opened to the enemy because they keep taking away uh, things the, the, the things of God from you. So turn uh, lock these doors, lock them, lock all of them. Where's the other two? Is he walking yet? So, now is the conclusion. Is this, have, has the blessing come upon you? God, God wants us to receive this blessing. That's why he has set the, the, the timeline for us to receive this message today. So I'm going to pray that this exact blessing that he has given to Israel will be given to this church in this season as well. So verse 26, There is no one like the God of Jeshurun who rides across the heavens to hope you. This is our God. So Israel needed to meet God in this personal way. And I, I can say from experience that there's no one like the God we serve. 
So do not try to make anything, to, to make something by yourself, but just focus on mending your relationship with God, having the correct relationship with God. Because as you live with Him, you will start to see that He is everything. He is everything that we need. And we will become ones who can only love God. And in the end, that's the, 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 that, his goal, that is His goal, His purpose, for us to have a loving relationship with Him. And so He's very pleased when we say, Lord, I'm, I'm willing to love you only. And if you're able to believe that, then nothing becomes an issue anymore. So this event, this phenomenon has to happen, happen in this church during this season. But coming here took 20 years. But is it going to take 20 more years for us to reach our, our next destination? For, for 20 years, we have been going from Gilgal to Jericho to Jordan. But now it's time for us to reach Bethel. And that's that 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 journey is gonna be uh to, it's gonna be instantaneous as soon as we have this faith. So why has God not allowed us to build our, our new our new church building yet? It's because He knew uh, God knows what is important. For, for, for his church to be successful and that's for each individual member to become a, a temple for God rather than focusing on the physical building and so that's why many people came and went many people were, 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 were uh, cast out of the church because the church needed to be holy and, and so the people who are still here are the most important uh, ones that God has, has kept in this church Let's move on. We're almost at the end. You have to all be have have to all uh, anticipate for this. I have told you before uh, that my goal is to have all of you become martyrs for Christ. To give you the faith of a martyr, which means to live as a remnant for God. That is my goal. Uh, there's no one like the God of Jershon who rides across the heavens to help you on the clouds in His majesty. What does it mean for Him to fly on the clouds like this? It means that He is able to transcend over time and space to come and aid us. And why is He able to do this? It's because He transcends our universe. And that powerful God, that creator God is living within us. So, the promises, all these, these outrageous promises that he has get written in the Bible will come true, will be fulfilled because he himself is so grand and so powerful. Uh, verse 27, the eternal God is your refuge. He, is, he has become our refuge and we have become his temple. 
Refuge is a place where all his 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 dignity, his power, his honor, and his name is revealed. Uh, and next, and underneath are the everlasting arms. So this, his arms, are the arms that will strike the enemies. And he will drive out your enemies before you, saying, destroy them. It means God has power over our enemies, and he will strike down anyone who comes up against us. It is time for us to enter into the, uh, the Sabbath. Verse 28, so Israel will live in safety. Jacob will dwell secure in the land of grain and new wine, where the heavens will drop, heavens drop dew. Jacob will dwell in a secure land where the grain and new wine will not stop. It is time for it. So again, this is emphasizing the, 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 the continuous cycle of the blessing of God. He will continue to sow seeds and the people around him will con- behind him will continue to harvest the seeds. And this is not done by any, anyone, but done by God himself. And in the time of darkness, God will show who he is going to bless with abundance and who he is going to judge because of uh, their wickedness. So we need to give our life for the glory of God. Then we'll see how God is going to work upon us. And we'll see how he's able to transcend over our time and space to come and aid us. And that is the life of the remnant. And soon I will be preaching and, and, and organizing uh, uh, eschatology by, by preaching from the book of Revelations. Uh, and in Revelation it says that uh, all, do not touch the tree uh, the, the apple tree and the tree of figs because, and that, because that signifies his people lifting up worship to God and so when, when everything else is destroyed the one thing that we have to keep within ourselves the one thing that we have to keep secure is our worship for God and we have seen with our very own eyes when this pandemic hit the whole economy collapsed and went into a time of, of darkness. But our church was able to stay upright and stay, abund- uh, stay within the abundance, within this abundance because of the one who, who, who is the head of the church. Why do we pour so much money in building this temporary sanctuary? Is it because we're foolish or because we have a lot we have money to burn? 
And this place is built very nicely, so uh, it's a shame that we have to, we only have uh, time to spend here for, uh, stay here for like two and a half years at most. Or maybe Pastor Cho can uh, come here after they have left. So let's finish. Uh, in the land of grain and new wine, where the heavens drop dew. So wherever Jacob will dwell, God is going to drop, uh, allow the, the drop of heaven to come upon him. So at first, when they were first created the earth, um, heaven and earth was, con were, was connected. But after the sin of, uh, that Adam committed, heaven and earth was, were, was separated. But, after, uh, but Jesus came and mended the, 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 the mistake of Adam. And that's when heaven and earth was able to come together once again. And we as remnants who are going to enter into the end times, we have to live by the things that come from heaven. Because the earth will no longer supply us with what we need. And this, this, uh, and the dew of heaven uh, also, uh, also contains all the spiritual gifts and all the Lord's power and authority as well. So, uh, in the previous, hmm. and just now you have seen uh, that, that the same same miracles and the same power and authority that comes uh, from God through me is also given was was also present in the 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 the, the, uh, the, the, the Costa Rica conference just recently. God is able to work through all of us in the same way that He has been working through me, and that's when we can face no failures anymore, because God is revealing Himself to, through us. And nothing is going to come to us as a surprise because all things are already uh, revealed to us through prophecies and through visions. So lastly, verse 29, Blessed are you, Israel, who is like you, a people saved by the Lord. So Israel and spiritual beings like us we need to have this happiness within us. If you're unhappy, then you need to repent deeply. Are you happy? Are you happy? Yes, I'm very thankful for that. Are you happy? You didn't look happy last week. Was, was, that, was that just last week? Are you going to be happy next next week though? <laughs> Deacon Park always looks unhappy for some reason. But are you happy inside?
So ask the people around you, are you happy? Let's finish this. So uh, listen carefully. The reason why you are unhappy is not because of your situation. It's not because of the conditions around you. It's not, it's not because of an external issue. Do you think? Do you think uh, a person can be happy if you give them give an unlimited amount of money? Many people think that they're unhappy because of uh, these external uh, influences. But they do not realize what the truth is. Do you, do you think you'll be happy if you're healthy? Of course, being healthy will bring more comfort to you. But when your spirit is not un, uh, being, being touched by the Lord, then no matter how healthy you are, you will not be health, happy. Um, uh, people pick the worst uh, people have picked that the worst disability that a person can have is blindness but I'm willing to become blind if it means that I, I can I can uh, have the holiness of God with me And so the reason why you're unhappy is because you're unable to believe in the Lord's blessings. You're, you think you're unhappy because of your spouse? Because of your children? Do you think that is true happiness? He is your shield and helper and your glorious sword. Oh, who is like you, a people saved by the Lord? So he. So, do you, if you're able to truly believe that God has become your savior, that He has sent His one and only Son to come and save you, that He has given you His name and poured His righteousness upon you, then you'll be able to believe that He has become your shield and helper and your glorious sword because. Because he has, he, because you're such a precious being in the eyes of the Lord, He cannot help but come and protect you, and He will make your enemies cower before you, and you will tread on their heights. So your enemies, our foes, are nothing before us ultimately. All these years that I have lived with the Lord, uh, 
the, these 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 spirits have never become a true problem for me because they have not they have never directly come in and 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 struck me down. And that is because of the protection that God has over me. And God has promised us that no enemy can touch us. There's no means of, of darkness that can come and touch us. You have, to, you have to believe this word and receive it through Rema. And you have to engrave it within your, your minds. Hallelujah. And your tread on your heights means that nothing in this world can become taller than you. Nothing of this, no, no acknowledgement, no, no achievement in the world will become higher than, than God. And nothing can become even higher than, our, than ourselves. Because God is with us, and God, He has raised, raised us up. So what can what can become become higher than that? So everything else is beneath us. Beneath our feet. You need to be able to believe believe this. So your own church. Happy are you? Church. Let's pray. So I had a I had a rough week, but I think God has restored everything. Today. So all the blessings given to the twelve tribes of Judah, our tribe, twelve tribes of Israel, are, are given to us. Spirit being spiritual war, war, warrior, uh, authority over materials, authority over people. We are we are going to walk on this earth while receiving all these blessings. It is time for us to enter into the uh, Sabbath rest of, of prayer. And that's why we have to praise the Lord for His goodness and for for these great for His grace. So let's pray. So I'm, I'm going to pray for us. Lord, would you would you allow would you uh, allow your promises to be fulfilled to this church right now as it was fulfilled in Israel? Help us to see your glory being manifested in, 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 in upon us. Help us to believe that everything is is finished as soon as you have made your decision. And let us see how much you will bless us with your grace and with your abundance in the times to come. Lord, would you let your church see your blessings come upon it? Let them realize that they are blessed, that they are they should be happy. Receive these blessings. Receive by faith. of Irvang Church be able to receive these blessings in full. Receive them.
A lot of people poured in a lot of work for this new, new church. So we're gonna express our gratitude towards, towards uh, uh, those people. Now, by the grace of our Father God, thank you so much for blessing us with this lovely sanctuary. Uh, Would you bless all those who have worked towards this goal? Would you pour uh, your blessing upon this church? And we lift up this, this, this worship to you and also lift up our offerings that we have lifted up. Would you? Use it towards to use it towards uh, revealing the fulfillment of your promises in this day and age. Now, by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the head of the church, and through the holy love of the Father, and the indwelling, comforting, fulfilling work of the Holy Spirit, through the saints, to uh, be upon the uh, Yerbang Church and upon their families, upon their churches, upon their children, upon the uh, inheritance, upon their businesses. Upon Zoe Ministry, upon the Urban Church, may this blessing rest now from now on to forevermore. Mm-hmm.